Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Resilience is My Beauty, but yours truly to one to Jay. How, how are you all doing? <laughs> oh, I hope everyone is doing well. I hope everyone is uh, enjoying their day or had a good day. Uh, but you know what to do, guys. Just come on in the room. Come on in the room. And uh, grab you something to drink. Get your favorite uh, drink. Get your coffee or get your tea. Get your glass of wine. Get your orange juice. Whatever folks you vote. And uh, just come and have a sit down. Have a sit down in your in your room and just prop your feet up. Get comfortable. Now take a deep breath in. Exhale slow. Take another deep breath in. And exhale slow. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> What's going on, my resilience family? How are you all doing? I hope everyone is doing well and you're feeling good and that you're just taking it easy. It may have been a busy day, a crazy day, or a crazy weekend or crazy week, but guess what? You made it. You made it. You're still here, right? And now it's time to chillax and just to uh, embrace what uh, what we're going to talk about. Um, yeah, I'm. I, you know what, guys? I am right now in the moment where... <sighs> I'm in a quiet mood in a in sense of in my spirit. I'm just in a quiet, solemn mood at this point. I'm not sad or anything like that, but you know, I'm just in that quiet, solid mood because um solemn, not solid, solemn mood. Um because I guess, you know, it's a lot going on in my life. It's a lot going on in my in my family, my household and everything like that. And uh um, and Lord knows, whew, if I didn't have God in my life, if I, didn't, if I did not have him in my life, it's no telling, my God, it's no telling what what I'll be doing, where I would be, what my mental state would be. Oh, Jesus, it, I don't think it would be good at all. I really don't think it would be good at all. But it's only by the grace of God that he still sustains me and keeps me and strengthens me to keep going and to, um, you know, to stay uh, entrusted in him, you know, um, and not to allow the issues or the circumstances that is piling up in our lives to take dominance, um, or what have you. And, um, it has me to also think about other families, you know, that, um, that there are others that are going through pretty much something similar to what we're going through. Um, and there are others who are going far worse. They are dealing with some really difficult challenges in their lives. And it could be a variety. It could be a, a variety of things. It could be uh, health. It could be people that's still in the hospital that thought they was going to be home for the holidays and yet they're still there. And some relapsed and they're you know, ICU or intensive care or what have you. And, you know, it, it, people are just dealing with the emotional uh, strain, you know, um, of a little bit of everything, you know, a little bit of everything. And um, this season is, to me, it feels a little bit different. The Christmases before my life were just 
you know, beautiful, of course, because, you know, we don't, we don't get, we don't get caught up or try our best, honestly, not to get caught up in materialism that, you know, we got to have this and this, that, 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 under the tree, you know, it's by the grace of God, his mercy <laughs> that we were able to do the things we needed to do, you know, to bless our, our household or bless our children and each other. But there have been some seasons where it was difficult, where we really did not have the means to do what we desired to do. And we had to really, really, really get out of that pocket thinking that it's all about Christmas presents. It's all about satisfying our children when they were young and all of that stuff. We really had to repent on that and say, Lord, forgive us for getting all caught up in the materialism of this of Christmas because it's not about that. It's nothing wrong with exchanging gifts and all of that to, to show your love and appreciation to one another. But the main the main point of, of Christmas is Jesus, you know. And uh, sometimes we get we get clouded. We overlook that. Um, but yeah, the, the, the seasons prior was different because you felt like Christmas, you know, and, and I guess it may be because now that my daughters are, are, are young adults now that, you know, my husband and I, we don't have to like figure things out, like how are we going to go to the store and, you know, go Christmas shopping and try to, you know, <laughs> you know, um, get the things that they wanted for Christmas and stuff. We didn't have to like stress ourselves. I remember back in the day when they were real young, when Elmo uh, was the thing back in the day and they had the, the Elmo doll and Lord have mercy y'all child people was crazy over that thing, you know, and my husband was trying to find it and they were, they, they sold out at Toys R Us. I'm not remember Toys R Us. Oh my gosh. Miss that store still. I'm a big kid. I'm a Toys R Us kid. I don't care. I'm 55 years old. I ain't got no shame. (laughs) I still love Toys R Us. Okay. But anywho, you know, that they ran out, they did, they, they sold out of it. And so my husband had to go online and I don't know where he went. I think he went on eBay or something, but he he didn't get it from eBay because they were just going totally crazy with that with the bid and all that craziness it was just not worth it all but he eventually find the doll and stuff like that you know but yeah how you know back in the day we would go ahead and just make sure that both our girls you know received what they asked for you know um and that and it made it fun you know it made christmas special it made it exciting <laughs> you know um and then of course you know watch the Christmas shows back in the day, the traditional Charlie Brown Christmas and, you know, Christmas time is here. You remember that song? Oh, I love that song. Oh, Uh, it it takes me back to my childhood, right? My favorite character is Snoopy. I just love Snoopy. He's such a cutie pie (laughs) and Woodstock, right? (laughs) But anywho, you know, you remember those shows, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you know, all those things, all those wonderful shows that takes you back to your childhood and you you reminisce then when you were their age and how you were all excited and hyped about Christmas. And, and I remember when I was like seven, eight, nine years old or something around there, that's when Charlie's, Charlie, Charlie's Angels was the was the show back in the day. I think they were on ABC uh, back in the day. And it was so popular. They had the dolls and they had the little house and everything. And I had that for Christmas. I remember that. I don't remember anything else, so to speak, but I remember that. (laughs) And I was so excited to see that under the tree and all those things. And 
It was just something about the the atmosphere. You just felt that Christmas spirit, that Christmas vibe and and all of that, right? And not saying that people were going through stuff, stuff that they were going through challenges and there was a lot of going on, a lot of a lot of things going on at that time, but it just, you know, it just seemed like the spirit of Christmas, it just it just uh overrule all of that. You know what I mean? I hope that makes sense, but now it's like it's Christmas? Like, that's the question. <laughs> like, oh, it's Christmas. Like, you know, it's, and, and y'all let me know. Am I, am I out, am I saying out of pocket? Y'all, do y'all, do y'all vibe this with me? You know, because I'm, I'm telling you, it just doesn't feel the same, right? And, you know, like I said, my daughters are young adults now. And so we don't shop like that anymore. And now it's gotten to the point, like, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> and now my daughters, they're like, um, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, and, and we're just sitting there scratching our heads with a Jeopardy moment, you know, and trying to figure out what we want for Christmas. But at the end, <laughs> you know, and it's like, uh, I don't know. And. And then, but eventually we figure it out. Eventually we figure it out. You know, I, I decided to just make a little list of things that comes to my mind of what I may desire to have for Christmas or whatever, you know, and it's not like a long list because I really don't know what that is, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I shared it with both my girls to let them know, okay, this is what I, what my mommy wants because both of them have asked me what is it that I want for Christmas? And I'm like, I really don't know. And then I eventually asked them that question. And they're like, um, I don't know. (laughs) You know, so uh, again, it's like, wow, it's not the same for some reason or another. And I think, I, I, I believe it, it may have a lot to do with, you know, uh, the way how life is right now, the way how, uh, situations in people in people's lives are it, it has really taken uh, dominance in, 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 in everyone's household for the majority of people's households um, where people are still not working you know um, you know since the pandemic a lot of people still trying to find the job and the thing about that is too you know that nowadays there, there's people who will uh, want to go back to where they what they had prior to um, COVID, prior to the pandemic or what have you. Um, but unfortunately, for the majority of them, that's just not the case. And for those who do find a job, you know, the job is not really what what they went to college for or what they um, invested 20-some years or t- 10 plus years of their life. Um, the pay is not as great, uh, what have you, but it's, it's, it's what it is. You know, I'm not saying they are really complaining, complaining, but it's, it's different, you know, it's so different. And especially for those who are, um, like in their fifties and sixties or what have you, and they're not done working, you know, they're not even thinking about retiring, you know, they still have that, that passion in their hearts to continue to, to, um, to do what they call to do in the workforce. But unfortunately, now, um, the younger generation, you know, those in their twenties or thirties, they are now being pulled into the pool. You know, they are now taking the position of what, you know, 
those in their 50s, 40s, late 40s or 50s, you know, uh, been doing prior to, um, you know, pandemic. Um, and now it's difficult for them to find the job that they've been doing and loving for a long time. And uh, it's um, it's very discouraging, you know, it's very discouraging. And if they currently are working at a um, at a at a um, organization or a corporate company or what have you, you know, you, you can't get too comfortable because again, you it's um, being supervised by a younger crew of people you know, that's 20 years younger than, than that person. And then eventually they want to make some changes, you know, especially if it's a pay, if it's uh, dealing with the financial, uh, situation with the company, they got to make some changes and you know what that, what that means that they're going to have to do some cutbacks and nine times out of 10, they always start with the oldest and, you know, and which is so to me not fair, but this is what, this is what some, most companies does or what they do and so you gotta you have people who are going through that and trying to figure how they gotta how they're gonna continue to pay the bills and you know they have credit cards but they only put those credit cards to decide for emergency purposes but unfortunately the credit cards is basically like every month emergency because they are pretty much you know financially not able to pay the bills so they got to put it on that card and then that card goes up and then it becomes an issue with that and so forth and so on and so so there's a lot of that going on a lot of people households and then you have you know and then you have your children or your grandchildren you know you got Christmas you got all of this happening and then you just stressing out or worrying about how am I going to how, how I'm going to get through this and it seems like the weight of that problem, it starts to, um, it starts to submerge what little bit of hope you have. And, and then you deal with not only that, but there's people probably also dealing with health issues, you know, people dealing with that. It's that, that's a lot that's going on too. You know, like I said, people are, um, dealing with family members that are still in the hospital thought that they were going to be coming home for the for for uh for Christmas <clears throat> excuse me but as you can see there's still you know they're still there and um you know and and, and their their health is fluctuating you know one minute they're doing fine one minute they relapse one minute they're you know not sure and all of those things and you know you got family members that are stressing about that because they want their daddy or they want their grandpa or their, or their mom or their grandma you know um to be there you know it's a family as a, a family tradition where we all come together you know and to spend christmas together and but unfortunately one of the members is not physically able to be there and you know that's a strain that's a strain for a lot of family households you may you know you have your other family members and you're grateful for that but you know is the matriarch of the family is not with us you know they're, they're in the hospital you know and this that or whatever and then you got to deal with um you know again like I said not only with the job loss but also you know you losing in the process battling dealing with you know um things in your life that financially you just can't upkeep your you know it's just a variety of things you got to deal with children you got to deal with teenagers you got to deal with it's a whole lot of stuff that people are dealing with that is so much different than it was tw- 10 years ago or five years ago you know this season is so different now Christmas doesn't feel like Christmas it doesn't 
it, it, it just doesn't resonate to me as Christmas because again, you just see so much around you. For me personally, you know, um, as a minister of the gospel, I, I'm, you know, I believe the Holy Spirit has allowed me to see things from from his perspective, you know, this is what's going on around the world. This is what's going on in, 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 the, in my neighborhood. This is what's going on in the community, you know, that we don't get all entrapped in our world and I in my life, but just be more cognizant and be more compassionate and more sensitive, knowing that there are other people that are going through just as much as we are, just as bad as we are, just as worse as we are. And you just have compassion for others because, you know, like, wow, um, <sighs> You just see that people are losing hope. People are, you know, are just believing that 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 nothing is going to get any better out of this. You know, um, that even though this happened two years ago, yet legally wise, I'm still dealing with this. As I mentioned, um, I don't know if I did, but maybe I did. Um, you know, I, I love law. Um, I love watching um, the court shows and stuff like that or what have you. And just listening to the parties, um, you know, the defense and the state, you know, all of that and hearing the, the you know, the, um, the, the family members, um, you know, um, talking about the pain and what they endured and all of those things, and, you know, you just like, wow, you know, and this, this is devastating. You know, people are not able to truly celebrate anything because they're so um, traumatized or, you know, so um, weighed down by this situation, by this person's actions, this person's behavior. And it has really destroyed or just pretty much just wreaked havoc in in, in, in their household, in their lives. Um, so much pain, so much grief, so much, whew, so much hurt. And, you know, again, like I said, the season is just, it doesn't feel the same. And, uh, I can relate to that. I understand that. And, uh, but what I do know through all that, because again, um, I'm I'm going through some things. I just know that God is able and that hope does exist because God exists and that he still continues to take care and provide. He still continues to stick closer than any brother. He said he would never, ever, ever leave you. He would never leave you nor forsake you, that he is your provider. He is everything that you need. Even when you think you don't need anything, <laughs> you know, he is your peace in the middle of the storm, in the midst of the storm. You know, he is your shelter. He is, he's everything that you need emotionally, mentally, physically, financially. You can't, you can't make it without him. You can try to, but you can't because there's just no way. He, he's your oxygen. You, you got to have him in spite of the pain, in spite of the hurt, in spite of, you know, the, the unknown. You still need him, you know, um, 
in your life. You need him to keep you breathing, to keep you moving, to keep you going, to keep you growing, right? You need him to put, you know, to pour that, you know, put a smile on your face. You need him to, to build you, go, build you up. You know, you need him to survive. He's fully aware of what is going on with your life. And he is the one that can, that can, um, give you the answers to what you are enduring, what you're dealing with, um, what you've been carrying uh, for such a, for, for a good while. I know for me personally, you know, I, like I said, I've been dealing with some things and Lord have mercy, man. I have to come to that conclusion. God, I have to give this to you because there is just no way that I can continue to carry this burden or deal with this issue or you know, mess my own self up or my own stupid behavior or what have you. I no, God, you take this because I, I, I don't want to waste another day that you have gifted me with, you know, being mad, miserable, upset, cranky, you know, um, afraid, anxious, um, moody, <laughs> you know, all of the emotions. I don't want to go through that because it. that's not what you... That's not what you want me to do. You have opened up my eyes to rejoice and be glad in the day that you have made for me. And I'm supposed to rejoice in it in spite of, in spite of the challenges, in spite of what, what I'm facing with that day, in spite of, you know, the call of, from whatever, in spite of the letter in the mail, in spite of whatever, whatever that is against us yet you still have to you know be exceedingly glad that God is still God and he's worthy to be praised and that you know I, that that's my only hope he is my hope he is my hope hope exists and that's what I want to share with you all that hope exists no matter what is going on in your life no matter what has been going what's been happening in your life um if you received a bad report from the doctor this past week or past month and you're still going through the test and you're still going through, um, you, you know, blood work or whatever, you still continue to believe that you heal no matter what the doctor says. I mean, the doctor got to do that part. Yes. You respect what the doctor says. Yes. Cause that's what they call, you know, call to do, but you still rely on the promises of what the word of God says about you, that by his stripes, by Jesus stripes, you are healed. You keep saying it and keep saying it and keep saying it and keep saying it and keep saying it. No matter what, even if you do have to get surgery, even if you have to, you know, uh, go through extensive, um, you know, uh, medical, uh, uh, um, situations, you still keep believing that you're healed because God can do the miraculous, you know, in the midst of your challenges, your challenges, he can do, he can do the, 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 the impossible, right? It, it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter, you know, even if you are without a job and you still trying to figure how to pay your bills, how to pay your mortgage or your rent, how you pay your car note. And, and, you know, and recently the insurance has gone up, y'all, the car insurances, and that's for everybody now, for, you know, that, that come 2024, most of these insurances that we have for our life, for our homes or whatever, they already spiked up. 
if you didn't get a call or an email or text or a letter in the mail, you're going to get it sooner, sooner than you think, because now these insurances have, have increased, you know, and that's like, what? It's like, why don't you just throw a boulder at my window? Okay. Because I just can't take no more of this here. But you know what? That's nothing too hard for God right there. God is like, okay, I knew that. But I want you to trust in me, son. I want you to trust in me, daughter. I want you to believe in me. Don't give up on me. Don't give up on hope. Don't give up. Because I, I I, make a way out of no way. Okay? I've done it before. Don't you remember back when? And see, that's the thing with God. He sometimes have to put us in our little humble spot and have us to reflect on what he did yesterday. Or what he did six years, 10 years, 20 years, or what he did through your mom, for your mom, or for your dad, or for your sibling. And then you sit there and you remember what he did. Now, here's the thing, too, because God had to get on me about that. He said, yeah, I bring this to your remembrance, but I don't want you to limit me either. I don't want you to limit me thinking that this is all I can do. Because, mind you, that was, at that time, it had to be done the way I did it for you. But this season, I'm going to do something bigger and better. But you cannot limit me. So here's the thing. Don't limit God. What he did for you 20 years ago, hey, God can do it 10 times better this time around. But you just have to trust him. You have to believe in him and know that God is still around. He's going to take good care of his people. Believe that. And even what the doctor says or what, what, whatever you, whatever going on in your life, trust in the Lord. Cast all of those situations, those problems, those issues, those legal issues to God. He said in his word to cast all your cares, the cares of the world, whatever that is going on in your life, in your house, in your heart, in your marriage, in your relationship with your kids, at your job, whatever is going on in your life that has been a challenge, that has been stressing, that has been overwhelming, that has caused some physical harm to you, whatever that that hasn't been sitting right in your spirit, you cast it to him, y'all. Cast it to him. Why? Because Jesus cares. Jesus loves you deep. He loves you so deep. He doesn't want you to take this day and waste it by trying to figure out something that is beyond your control. You did what you were supposed to do. And then some of you probably messed up a little bit, but that's when you say, Lord, forgive me. I, I, please help me with this behavior that I keep messing my own self up, you know, uh, and God will help you through it. Right. But don't, don't, don't dare just sit there and allow the cares of this world to have you to believe there's no hope, that there is no hope for you, that there's no hope for your family. There's no hope uh, for your future. Yeah. Hope does exist. Because of God, because God exists. And we got to learn to trust him, even in this season, even in this holiday season, where right now you're looking at your Christmas tree. And for those of you who got their tree up, <laughs> um, but, you know, you're looking at the season and you like and you're looking at your 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 finances, you're looking in your pocketbook, you're looking in your wallet or your checkbook. And you like, huh, I don't know how this is going to work out. But God has a way. He has a way. And God knows how to tap the heart of other people, to tap at you, to tap, you know, to, 
to to call you to come to your house to uh, to be at your church or to be at a uh, at a at an organization of some sort or whatever where you can be able to get the things needed for you and your family for your children or what have you okay don't let don't let the the circumstances to deplete your thinking and have you to believe there's nothing out there. There's nothing for you. There's nothing for your family. I, I, I you know, I don't don't believe that lie. If you got God in your life, all things are possible. God is the one that takes care of the impossible, right? He's the one that will do whatever whatever is needed to take care of his family. That's you. That's me, right? He's not going to leave you uh, leave you abandoned. That's not who God is. He loves you so much, right? And he wants you to have hope in him. Don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed, right? That's something that I pray that someone takes right now. If you don't remember anything else that I just said, don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed. Your heart is is broken. Your heart is overwhelmed is heavy laden don't 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 carry that with you cast that all into his care right so you can be able to start enjoying you know your family your loved ones right so you may not have a whole bunch of uh presence under the tree but thank god that you have life thank god for jesus life the best gift ever (laughs) Thank God that you still have your life. Thank God that you have the gift of family. Thank God that you have, you know, your spouse or your children and your children. Thank God that your children that are coming home from college, if they're not home already, thank God for them. This is the time in the season just to just build positive memories, just to just to have fun with one another. Right. Just be thankful for that, because I'm telling you right now, y'all, somebody is going through Somebody don't have their family. Somebody is already crying, wishing that they could go back and be with their families again. Somebody wished that they they had a Christmas tree. Somebody wished they had a house to put the Christmas tree in. Okay? So you need to be grateful and thankful for what has already been supplied in your life. That right there should build up your hope. To let you know that God has blessed you with more than enough. And that he still continues to pour into your life. Pour into your heart. You know, pour into your family. Pour into your children. Pour into your your finances. God, God, God is the one that will make a way out of no way. Oh my goodness. For those of you who are still, you know, looking for a job or... Um, or you were at that stage of your life because I get it, you know, I'm in my mid fifties and, um, and I know for those who are in my generation and older, you know, we tend to allow the enemy to tell us or say to us that we're too old, that, you know, there's nothing out there for us and that, you know, we don't have nothing to give to society, you know, and all that stuff. That's a bunch of lies from the pit of hell. Okay. You heard what I just said. The devil is a liar because as long as you living and breathing, God is still waking you up every morning. There's still purpose in your life. Okay. So for those of you who are still, you know, um, you know, that's been wondering how or wondering if, if you are going to work or you're going to find a job, trust me when I tell you, God has a way of making things happen for you. Okay. You don't give up on that. Don't give up on him. 
Okay, God is not through with you yet. God is not through with you. Okay? Even if you even if you're not going to work for a 9 to 5 corporate company or what have you, there's still gifts in you. There's still some wonderful powerful ministries in you that you probably didn't even recognize or you did and you put it to the side because you were so focused on that nine to five job at that time. But now that it's not available, now you need to get refocused on what you started and, and finish it. Some of you probably are phenomenal writers. You are great in, in the field that you had when you were working that nine to five corporate company. But your mind is so gifted and so powerful. My goodness, you can really teach, you know, these younger generations a thing or two. Well, you know what? You can write it out in the book. How about that? You could be a, a, a New York bestseller for all I know. Because you, you, you are loaded and packed with some wonderful tools that could really be a blessing, you know, to the future public relation person, to the future, the next director of management or whatever the field may be. You have all of that in your head. You can go ahead and write out a, a phenomenal, you know, a book. Uh, how to be successful and how uh, and and to talk about leadership and all these things you know what I'm saying you know don't think that it you don't have anything to offer oh yes you do yes you do and let God direct your path and he will tell you where you need to go and 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 and, and you know distribute your your wisdom to those that are in need of how to be a great leader, how to be, you know, how to have a great organization, how to monetize or whatever it might be, right? Don't give up. Yeah, your adult kids are gone. It's just you and your husband or, you know, and you just feel like there's nothing else to do. Baby doll, there's so much to do, right? There's so much to do. If you if you have the gift of fashion, baby doll, you can go ahead and create a book yourself on that. You know how you know what I came across this lady on Facebook yesterday. And I'm trying to remember her name. Her name, I think I want to say Arlinda. Uh oh my god, I can't think of her name, but her first name is Arlinda. And she's like maybe in her 60s and she's a fashion designer. But her design, her fashion, her clothes is, you know, it's like um, like whimsical kind of modern vibe. It's a little, it's like eclectic to some extent, but it's still nice. It's just her vibe. And she is, a, she is absolutely amazing. I, and I wasn't looking for her. I just happened to stumble upon you know, um, her feed or a video of her. And, um, and she does have a, um, 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 a website where she is selling her clothes, her clothing line. She does have a clothing line and the price point is pretty much is fair, depending on what you're looking for, what have you. And I'm like, go queen. She is absolutely amazing. She's beautiful. And I read her bio and I was like, wow, this woman is a free woman. As she said, she is free. She, she doesn't, 
care about what people think about her design or, you know, how she dresses or whatever. You know, she is a free woman and a free woman indeed, okay? Um, But she is just amazing and such, you know... um, she brings hope to a lot of a lot of people at that at that stage of her life, you know, that generation. That if she can go ahead and continue and, and be a great success in what she does, why can't why can't all of us? It's not too late to be successful. It's not too late to, to live in your dream. Right? That hope is still strong, right? You you, you are a strong, resilient woman. Those of you, my sisters that are listening to me, you are strong. You are resilient. You are powerful. Look what you have gone through. Look what you have come out of. That alone right there lets you know you are a warrior. You are an overcomer, right? And you're still winning, okay? You're still winning, despite of what is currently going on in your home, in your marriage, in your finances, no job or you got a job and it still ain't paying you what you're worth and whether you got food in the in the put in the pantry or you got you know you may have barely anything but yet you're still a winner you're still smart you're still gifted you're still talented and god ain't through with you yet there's so much to be there's so much inside of you that god is ready to birth out but you have to let him in you have to trust him and not trust what the conditions of your life is telling you. Because we get so lost in the conditions of what's going on in our house and what's going on in our in our situations. And we allow our situations to say otherwise. And that's what causes more stress, more anxiety, um, you know, and that that affects our body as well, our physical bodies. And you got to understand, you know, if you if listen, if you want to live a long, healthy, Zoe, prosperous life, then you it starts with you. You got to release all of that anxiety, that stress out of your body, out of your mind. Right. Cast that to the Lord, cast that to him. So he in exchange could pour his peace. His peace to me is like the balm in Gilead. Okay, his peace to me is, is a refresher. Okay, I'm telling you this. Like I said, there's a lot going on in my life. There's a lot going on in my house. There's a lot going on right now in my life. But it's the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. That, you know, I still continue to laugh. I still continue to crack jokes. I still continue to just enjoy the day, the moment, despite of what is facing us. Despite of no job, despite of no no money flow, I still continue to trust him. Yeah, I cry. Yeah, I get, you know, I get discouraged because we still human. But immediately, y'all, immediately, I get into God's word. Now, five years ago, I didn't do it like that. I eventually get to it, but I will allow the situations to speak and minister to me. And that will cause me to become more anxious and stressed and worried and all those things. Uh-uh. Uh, no, 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 no. No, because the Holy Spirit has to help me through that process. And now I just immediately go into the word of the Lord and I find those scriptures that helps me, that keeps me keeps me encouraged to remind me over and over again 
Don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed. Trust in the Lord. You know, he will never leave me. He will be with me to the end of age, to the end of this age. He is with me forever and ever and ever. I don't have to worry about nothing because God got me, man. God got me. He's going to help me through it. He's done it before and he'll do it again. But I can't not limit him. I just got to be ready for the awe-inspiring movement of what God is going to do in my life, in my husband's life, in my daughter's life. Yeah, we got financial issues going on. Boy, do we ever, okay? (laughs) We really do. But just got to trust in the Lord. Yeah, the enemy going to come and try, but you know what? No weapon formed against me going to prosper. See, God has a fence around me. He has a, a fence around my children, my daughters, around my husband, around this house, right? And we are protected. We are covered by the blood of the lamb. And this is, I'm, and I'm saying this to, to be a blessing to you all. You got to start speaking that out. You got to minister in your own home. You got to minister in your own situations. You got to open up your mouth and say something, and but not say the negative things. Not saying, oh, this always never, this always happened. Now, here's the thing. You may go ahead and tell God how you feel because God knows your thoughts. He already knows what's going on in your heart. So when you do confess to him, when you come running to him and you tell him everything, you pour everything, even that, even when you say, God, this happens every season, every year, every month, da, 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 da. But at the end of the day, you say, but God, yet I trust you. I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring, but I trust you. I don't know how the next six months going to be like, but God, I trust you. I have nothing else but you. I, 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 don't, I can't rely on anybody but you, you know? And, and that's what you got to do, man. That's what you got to do. Because I'm telling you, man, whew, you look at society today, you watch the news, you hear things and whatnot, man. Whoo, child. You need the Lord in your life. You need him. You need him to keep your mind sane, to keep you, to not have your mind going all over the place and have you have you in a dark space, man. You need him to keep you sober, right? Not have your mind going in a, in a mental crackdown. And I'm not making hype of that, but you know what I'm saying, man. You need him to help you, to sustain you, to, to, to lift you up. <laughs> and his word will do just that to keep you going. And I'm telling you, when you keep on allowing God to just, just to pour his heart, his love on you and his grace and his mercy on you and his favor, you're going to start seeing things shifting in your life, in your finances, in your health, in your career, in your children's life. You're going to start seeing things Oh man, happening out of nowhere. God is going to do the and suddenlies. He's going to do the instantlies. He's going to do it. But in order for anything to take place, to start happening, we got to have that hope in him and knowing that God will take care of you. Yeah, God will take care of me. He will take care of you. He will take care of his, of his family. He loves his family and he's going to make sure we are, we are going to be good. We're going to be well good. <laughs> and we good now. 
We are really good now. If you really take the time and just look at your blessings, look at where you are. I don't know if you're in your house. I don't know if you're at your job. I don't know where you are listening to the sound of my voice. But you better just have a moment and just look at what God has done for your life. You better thank him. You better thank him. And that's the problem with the enemy. The enemy doesn't want you to open up your mouth and say, God, I thank you. I thank you for this. I thank you for that. I thank you for my health. I thank you for my strength. I thank you for my babies. I thank you for my husband. I thank you for my marriage. I thank you for, for whatever. He don't want you to he don't want you to take the time and give and give God praise. He wants you to just to to complain and grumble and gripe and moan and groan and all these things and get mad and get bitter and get angry and, and, and all these things. Yeah, we've been there, done that, but now I'm going to give God glory. I'm going to give him praise. Yeah, I'm broke. Yeah, I may have $50. And that's good. That's a good thing you got $50. But hey, there's somebody that may got $5. You may got 50 cents. But at the end of the day, you're just thanking God, okay, that you're still here. He's still making a way out of no way. You know, even if you've been eating McDonald's for the past three days, that's okay. That's okay. Baby, ain't going to be forever. God knows how to work that thing out. If you have been diligent and going out and applying for jobs, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Don't give up. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Don't give up. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Don't give up. Because God got a way of making things, make things happen for your life. But don't give up on hope. Don't give up on hope. Because hope does exist. Because God exists. God exists and he loves you. So I pray for this season, this Christmas season, even though it may not feel like Christmas. <laughs> um, but thank God that you are a, you are here to experience this Christmas with your family, with your loved ones. Um, call someone, call your extended families and wish them a Merry Christmas and check up on them. You know, make it make make it meaningful, make it very personal, right? Um, and and just just be grateful. Thanksgiving, so to speak, is over, but it's not over because we are supposed to be giving thanks anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're supposed to be grateful and thankful for all the things that God has done in our lives, and even thank Him for the job that you had. Thank him for the for the career that you had, right? He's like, God, I'm grateful what you have already blessed me with. And here's the thing. Sometimes God put that in your memory, not just so much because of what he's done, but sometimes he wants you to just to dissect those moments and have you to realize like, wow, God, yeah, you know what? At that time, I didn't know that this was this and that with that. But now that I know, oh, I see a whole different perspective and I could be able to utilize that differently when you, when, when it's time for when it's time for me, you know, to accelerate into the next assignment that you have in my life. You know what I'm saying? I hope I'm making sense with that. You know, you know, sometimes when we reflect, yeah, we reflect on the goodness of what God has done, but he also wants us to reflect on uh, the, the, the little things that we overlook sometimes. You know, because sometimes, you know, when I, I reflect on the uh, my season at the time when I was at going to Morgan State and before I even got, well, I was already a student there, but I had lost everything. I lost my apartment, all of that stuff or whatever. And I had shared this before a while back. And then God had just, oh my God, I, it was like a Job moment for my life. And God just restored 
double. He restored double in my life. And here it is. 30 years, 20 some years later, you know, God will ponder that. He'll bring it to my memory. And then I remember certain things that I didn't or I overlooked before. And then I like, oh, wow, yeah, God, I remember, I remember this. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it at that time. And I think about it now and this, that, or whatever. I'm like, wow, Lord, you know. And so you just got to thank him, man. You just got to thank him. Thank God for what he's already laid at your feet. Oof. Thank him for what he's poured in your life. Thank him that you're still physically able to do some wonderful things with your hands. Thank him that you are able to be a blessing to somebody, to your children, to your children's children. Thank him that your mind is still sharp enough that you could be able to sit down on your laptop and start writing a dissertation or writing a story or writing a book or how to or whatever. Thank him. Thank him that, yeah, you may not have that job that you cherish, that you love, but you better thank him that God is still, he's creating something 10 times better than what you thought was better at the time, right? Thank him that, yeah, you have been to the hospital. You can't even count your fingers or toes together, honey, but you better thank him that you're still here. You better thank him that you're still breathing. You better thank him that he has, he has renewed your body Thank him that what the doctor thought they saw, that they don't see no more. You better dance. You better thank him. You better thank him. These are blessings and gifts that God continuously pour into our lives that the enemy doesn't want us to look at. The enemy wants us to get drowned in and suffocate in our problems and our issues and the, and, and the and anxieties of this world. No, 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 no. You are a child of the king. You're supposed to thrive and you are you surviving and you are victorious and you are overcomer. You are a warrior, girl. Come on with it. And you got to stand strong and trust in the Lord and, and dance. Dance like David danced, honey. Find that song that had been a blessing to your life and just dance, honey. Don't care who watching, baby. Just and give God praise. Dance when you get to church. You don't even have to be at church. Just dance in your house. You are dancing for what is coming. Yeah, you dance for right now, but you dance for what is coming. 2024, God spare all our lives. It's going to be the year for you. Believe in that. Have hope in that. Dance for that. Right? Listen, I hope that this helped you. You know, I, I don't know what you've been thinking about. I don't know what you've been what you've been carrying in your heart, but I pray that for those of you, the very few of you <laughs> who has been listening uh, to um, my podcast. I pray this truly has been a blessing for you. This is my Christmas present to you. Um, that you continue to believe and, and don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Hope still exists because God exists. Come on. Okay? Come on. Just just keep on. If you're crying, that's all right. Cry, cry, cry. But at the same time, God, I trust you. I believe in you. I know you're going to work this thing out for me. I don't know how. I don't know when. But I know you're going to do it. I know you're going to do it because you will never leave me nor forsake me. As your word says, you will never, never, never leave me. You will never leave me abandoned. You will never leave me astray. You will never leave me on the side. No, you will not. You will not, you will not leave me like, a, like, like a, a rag, a piece of rag. No, I'm your child. He, he, he will take good care of you. He protects you and your family. 
but don't give up. Don't give up. Enjoy this Christmas. Enjoy your family. Enjoy one another. So I'm going to close up with a prayer, guys. Again, like I said, I hope this was a blessing to you. I hope this, uh, yeah, I hope this uh, gave you courage uh, and build you up a little bit, you know, because I know there's so many people who are discouraged and hurting and, yeah, dealing with a whole lot, dealing with a whole lot. So, God, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this platform. Thank you, Father God, for uh, allowing me to be able to be a blessing to those who are listening to the sound of my voice. You know exactly where they are at this hour. And I pray, God, that um, that they will continue to connect with you, that they will continue to pour to you. I pray that those uh, will call out your name and just say, Lord, I need you. That is the prayer, simple prayer. Don't have to be an hour. Don't have to be all scholarly words. Just say, Lord, I need you. And I know, God, you will be right there to help them. Help us, oh Lord, to just stay committed to you and to trust you and to still have hope in you that things are going to work out, that you are working it out for our good and that we continue to just enjoy the day that you have created just for us. Teach us, oh Lord, to just to enjoy in life, to enjoy life and enjoy more abundantly. Help us, oh God, to be that little kid again, even though, you know, we are adults. But you want us to have that childlike mindset sometimes just to enjoy life and just be free. Just be free, even though there's a lot going on in our lives. But we trust to know that you already have taken care of that. You already taken care of that. Despite what the enemy says, despite what's coming in our face. Yet we know that you already got it all under control. Help us, oh Lord, to build up our courage, to build up our prayer life with you. Help us, oh God, to not get caught up in the materialism of Christmas, but that we get caught up into the meaning of Christmas, and that is Jesus Christ, the one who came into this world. He died on the cross for our sins, and he rose. He's alive, and he loves us. He cares for us. Help us, oh God, to trust in you. And not get caught up in our circumstances. Help us, oh God, to talk to you more. And not keep all of that hurt and pain inside of us. Help us, oh God, just to say, Lord, thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I mean, I have a list of everything in detail. But you know our hearts. You know what we're thanking you for. Help us, oh God, just to appreciate what you have already poured into our lives. Thank you for healing. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for your glory. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.